I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hello, friends and foodists. Welcome to The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose, and today's troubleshooting session is with Mallory. Mallory struggles with something that is super common, and that is hitting the snooze button too many times every morning so that she is always late, always rushed, and does not have time to eat a healthy breakfast, get exercise, or do the things that would sustain her and take care of her for the rest of the day. And as a result, all of her health style habits sort of go out the window and she is really struggling with this. This is a very common problem. I have talked to dozens of people who struggle with this, either because they have trouble going to bed at night and 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 winding down, not getting enough sleep in general, or just it's really tough to wake up every single morning when they're in their warm, comfy beds. So if you have any of those problems, um, I, I ask you to listen to the way we go about trying to figure out what exactly... Mallory's problems are and where she can make little tweaks to try to test new things to see what might work better for her moving forward. So I hope you get a lot out of this and enjoy. Hey, Mallory, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Why don't you get started by telling us a little bit about what's going on? Um, I know that you have you, you've had some changes in your job, right? And and that has caused some, some health style disruptions. Right. So I used to work from home and was able to set my own hours. But now I have to go to an office every day and be there eight to five. Um, and it, yeah, it's just really throwing off sort of the habits that I've built. Um, but I think the reason it's throwing it off is because I have this horrible habit of uh, hitting the snooze button five times in the morning and waking up 20 minutes before I have to be somewhere and I just rush around to get ready and um, that's not a calm way to start your day no it's not at all and you know it wasn't working great when I was working from home but it was working a little better and now it's just becoming really obvious to me um, how big of a problem this is got it so your it sounds like you're um, you're sort of oversleeping every single day, and you've gotten in the habit of just sort of letting that taking like going to the last minute possible. And so by the time you actually get out of bed, you're like already screwed. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm just barely on time for things, or maybe five minutes late, or something like that. So, which I'm assuming means you're frazzled, right? And right. you're not eating a good breakfast. No, and not, any other not at all. and any other like health style prep you would normally that would normally help you be prepared for your day is just not happening. Right, right. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? Uh. Well, tell me, tell me a little bit more about how this is impacting you. Um. So the, I think the biggest thing is that I don't have time to eat breakfast anymore. Um, if I do eat breakfast, it's something processed that I can eat on the way when I'm driving in my car to work. Um, and that's, you know, like a protein bar or, um, something like that. And it just, it just throws off the rest of the day because it's not enough to fill me up. 
I'm hungry, you know, a couple hours later, and it just leads me to make bad decisions the rest of the day food-wise because I'm just constantly, um, you know, just kind of hungry. And, you know, I think just I've started out my day a certain way with certain momentum, and it's hard to get going the other way to make better choices after that. I see. So because your morning starts rushed, you your breakfast choice sort of cascades into the rest of the day and it's not working for you. Right, right. What what were you eating for breakfast before you started the new job? Um, I was usually eating uh, plain Greek yogurt with uh, some fresh fruit and some nuts and seeds and things like that in it or um, maybe some muesli with some a scoop of peanut butter in it or something like that. And so it's not very time intensive. So I think even if I were just able to get up 20 minutes earlier, it would make a huge difference to me. Right. So, I mean, probably even potentially less than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. Like not, I didn't, well, muesli takes like two minutes of cooking. Uh-huh. But um, your Greek yogurt doesn't take any. Right. So you're really just talking about sort of assembling and eating. Which, uh-huh. Yeah, 10-minute 10, 10 process, 15-minute process. Tell me how uh, – how, so when you are – if you're able to eat a breakfast like that, what is your – how does it change your day? I mean, I, I stay fuller for longer. I don't usually um, feel as hungry around lunchtime. And I think just maybe psychologically I've started off the day – making decisions I'm proud of um, and just kind of motivates me to continue doing that throughout the day. I think when I make a bad decision early in the morning, I kind of do the what the hell effect that you talk about where it's just like, ah, I've ruined it already. So let's just, you know, eat whatever for lunch and um, don't think about dinner, you know. I see. So not only are is your breakfast choice not as good, but sort of the whole cascade of what all the decisions you make um, for a lot of reasons. So both because you're not as satisfied with your breakfast, so you're mm-hmm. hungrier, and which is going to make anybody more likely to make bad decisions. But also on top of that, you have this, you know, you just have this feeling that like it's just going to be a bad day already. So you might as well just do the easiest thing and why bother with with health at this point Mm -hmm. right have you noticed it impacting your energy levels at all um definitely um I definitely can tell a difference when I have um eaten a wide variety of whole foods unprocessed foods um as opposed to just eating sort of things with a lot of carbs and sugar in them. Um, and I, I've developed a, a pretty good exercise routine over the past few months and have started to uh, do a little running. And I can definitely tell on the days when I don't feel my body in the best way that the runs are just sluggish and I don't enjoy them as much. Wow. So this is impacting a, a lot of your life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty important that you get this figured out. Mm-hmm. 
And so I'm curious, like, what do you think the problem is? Oh, uh, I've been focusing on my nighttime routine a little more because I, I do, I, I wonder if I'm getting enough sleep at night and that is making me feel tired in the morning and not wanting to get out of bed. So you're really tired when, in the morning and that's why you're hitting snooze? Um, partly that and then partly I just kind of, it's just a general, like you would rather stay in bed where it's warm and comfortable warm and, and comfy, <laughs> uh, you know, not, uh, not go to work and, you know, so. Do you like your job? Um, I do. I, I do think part of this might be, I, I do not like my job actually. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I think that's part of it definitely, but I had this problem before, my job, even when I was in school and things like that. Okay. So one of the things, one of the issues that you're facing is that you're not super excited to get out of bed and start your day because your day is not going to be that awesome. Right. But on top of that, you are also really tired for real, like, mm-hmm. like real actual tired. Um, and there's, so there's a decent chance that you need more sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, what time are you going to bed? Usually not until midnight to 1230. Um, But this past week, like I said, I was trying to concentrate more on my bedtime routine. So I've been trying to go to bed by uh, 11. And has that worked? It's worked a lot better, actually. Um, I definitely feel... I don't feel as tired when I wake up in the morning. And more of the obstacle now, I think, is just not really looking forward to much of my day, at least the work day. So so going to sleep earlier definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And and you've been able to have some success with that. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you think you can continue or is that like not or, or is, is it going to creep back? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I ha- yeah, like I said, I haven't been doing it long, so there might be a chance of that. Because I, yeah, I used to right before bed just watch Netflix and um, fall asleep to Netflix, which is a horrible habit, I know. But um, <laughs> it's incredibly common. Right. That's, yeah. Incredibly common. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've had this conversation like dozens of times <laughs> with different people who just really struggle to unwind or to, to just to shut down at night, to shut the screens off and, right. and prioritize bedtime. Um, so, yeah, that's why I was wondering that can be a difficult problem. And I was wondering how difficult you think it's going to be for you. Um, yeah, it might be a little difficult, but I honestly, since writing to you, I have been spending a lot of time thinking about this problem. And I kind of think the reason I couldn't shut off the electronics and shut off Netflix before was I was almost scared of the quiet you know, because at night is when you kind of think about the future and your next day. And I was kind of worried that I would just think about that way too much to uh, go to sleep. And I needed something to distract me from all that. Um, But actually just shutting it off and that hasn't happened. So I think it might be a little less hard now that I've kind of realized why I needed the Netflix on at night. That was incredibly insightful. (laughs) 
Good for you. Um, I, I, that really sounds true to me. That rings true. Like just the tone of your voice and also the level of insight that you came up with there. It's like, yeah, that, that happens. Like when you, when, if we're not thrilled Mm -hmm. with our, you know, if we're not just looking forward to our lives, if our not live is not in a place where we're particularly happy with it or the direction it's going and you feel a little confused on how to fix that or how to right the ship, mm-hmm. then it can be really, it can be one of those things that can like really be an unpleasant thought process and, and can either like what you were saying, like sort of keep you awake at night and keep you bothered and un- unhappy, which is which sucks, you know, which Mm -hmm. keeps you, uh, which is, is a, is a negative. And so oftentimes people, um, all of us will avoid that Mm -hmm. by whatever our choice is of sort of numbing it out or not paying attention to it. Some people eat a bunch of cookies. Some people drink, some people watch Netflix. (laughs) We all have our, we all have our thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but what it is, is it's a form of procrastination. It's a form of mm. putting off doing the hard work, um, sometimes for good reasons. Like if you're, if you're saying like, if, if there's a real fear there that you're not going to sleep as well, if you have, if you have these thoughts, then that's, you know, so, somewhat serving you to be able to <clears throat> watch TV instead. But it's not, it sounds like that wasn't so much the case for you. And also the TV obviously isn't helping you go to sleep either, if it, even if it does help you unwind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would fall asleep with it on and then I would wake up maybe 30 minutes later with it still on and kind of in a confusion and like, oh, I got to shut it off. And um, But I kept my laptop in my bed with me, which, oh, no. yeah, now I don't have that do that anymore. But uh, I think that was also <laughs> affecting me. Sure. Um, I'm glad you decided not to sleep with your laptop. Anyway. Yeah, it's almost like a security blanket that I had to get, get rid of. <laughs> yeah, not so healthy. Not so healthy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like you've made some really good progress uh, thinking through the barriers to getting enough sleep, which is sort of step one to not being so tired in the morning. Mm-hmm. So good job there. So it sounds to me like you have the you you sort of have all the ingredients. So um, you're not really struggling with. It sounds to me like if you value getting sleep and waking up, then you are capable of doing that. You're capable of shutting down, doing the nighttime routine, and making sure that you get enough sleep. That's like something you have proven to yourself you're able to do. Mm -hmm. And you know that um, your day will be a lot better, like a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Not a little better. I mean, you're telling me all you need is 20 minutes extra. Is that true? Um, Yeah, I think that would be a huge – go a long way. I mean – it's kind of a pie in the sky dream for me that I would be able to get up early enough to actually exercise before I start my day. But just starting out, if I could just get up in enough time to actually eat my breakfast and then, you know, pause for a second, I think that would go a long way. 
do what well, let's let's talk for a second though about your your ideal morning like t- tell me mm-hmm. about your ideal morning even with your current job um so my ideal morning i i would get up in enough time to yeah to exercise for about 30 to 40 minutes um and you know be able to take a shower and you know just have enough time to eat breakfast and sort of have some quiet time and set an intention for my day and you know just kind of not be rushing around and always checking the clock and worried you know oh I'm going to be late today or oh what 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 don't I have to do in my morning routine so that I don't I am not late um and how would that impact your your work day when you get to work and you're doing mm -hmm. your job and how would that change I think I would be more present at my job. I wouldn't be thinking, oh, gosh, if only I had woken up 15 minutes earlier, I wouldn't be starving right now. Or, you know, if I was able to exercise in the morning, I don't have to exercise when I get home from work, which isn't as easy to do later at night than it is earlier in the day for me. So you spend a lot of time at work worrying about your health stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, not a lot of time, but... Yeah, I think in the mornings, um, I, I just, yeah, I wish I could go backwards in time and do it over again. <laughs> so do you feel like it makes you dis- like like your job even less? Um, to, to an extent, maybe I, maybe I do kind of resent it because I did have this more, more of this freedom working from home and yeah, so maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then... So let's say you get up in the morning, you work out, you shower, you eat breakfast, and you go to you go to work, and you're there on time. What? How would the rest of your day look? Like lunch, afternoon, dinner. I mean, I think it would look. I would think it would look better, uh, and I would just be more relaxed. I. Yeah, because in the afternoons now, I do worry about whether or not I'm going to have time to fit in my exercise, whether or not I'm going to have time to, uh, you know, prepare for the next day with lunch and and dinner. Um, So, yeah, I think I would just, it would free up my mind to think about other things besides how am I going to fit all this in my evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because... And also, on top of it, you'd have more energy and stuff, even if you did have to work out in the afternoon or evening. Right, right. That's true. It's interesting. You know, it sounds to me like you're sort of – so you you can do better. You can can get enough sleep so that you're not exhausted. You already know you can do that if you want in the morning or in the the evening so that you feel rested in the morning. Mm -hmm. And – it also sounds like there's it's almost like you're sleeping in like as like a protest <laughs> does, does that sound right like a protest of the fact that like you're sort of like you said a little resentful of not being able to stay home having to go to this job is that right that yeah i think that is right and sometimes sleeping in I I can kind of pretend like I don't have to do that, um, go to my job. And yeah, so I, I think that's accurate. But instead of punishing your job, you're really <laughs> just punishing yourself. Definitely, because, 
yeah, part of waking up earlier would also be having me time, time that I didn't have to give to my job, you know, so. So it's kind of like reclaiming some of your freedom. Yeah, I, I haven't ever thought of it that way, but that's that's a good way to think about it. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it like, you know, if, if your approach is, ah, uh, ah, uh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. I don't want to get up. I, I, you know, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I had classes I hated in the morning, really early. God, okay. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you hit snooze and you hit snooze and you hit snooze and then you like barely make it out the door. It, the thought that's running through your head is, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Just five more minutes. Just five more minutes. But if instead you reframe that as, screw screw that like my my work is my work but like it's worth it for me for my own quality of life for the things I want to accomplish and to give myself what I need to make this bearable and then it's about doing something for yourself instead of doing something for something you don't like mm-hmm. is that true yes I yeah I think reframing it would go a long way towards motivation to to actually get out of bed. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? Like where you are happy to get out of bed because you're going to do your morning routine and you you love it? I mean, on on the weekends when I well, yeah, on the weekends when I don't have to go to work, um I usually have a breakfast that is more involved than just you know, muesli and yogurt. Um, and so I enjoy making that and I enjoy, you know, actually enjoying my coffee instead of gulping it down for energy. So yeah, I, I can't, I, I have had that experience before. And how does it feel? I mean, it feels really good. It feels very relaxing and yeah, it does make me feel like I have a sense of ownership over my time in my life and yeah, it feels good. And could you imagine going from that sort of feeling into into work? Um Yeah, I mean that would be that would be great. Yeah, I, I think I would be way more present at work and yeah, I would like that. You would like that. So, what would it take, do you think? Like put yourself in and put yourself in bed in the morning. Like mm-hmm. close your eyes. <laughs> you're tired what I mean you got up to talk to me today (laughs) right and I was looking forward to it um yeah I think maybe having something that I know I'm gonna enjoy that I can think about as I'm lying in bed with the alarm going off and maybe focusing on that instead of focusing on the fact that I have to go to work in however many minutes, um, hours might be something to try. What, what's your favorite thing in the, about your morning routine? Is it the breakfast? Is it the coffee? Is it stretching? What is it? Mm. Yeah, I think it is the coffee. Cause I usually only have one cup of coffee all day. And so, yeah, I think getting up and making the coffee and smelling it and then, um, sipping it while maybe reading something I enjoy or, Something else is, yeah, would be something to focus on. 
That sounds lovely. Coffee is great because it's such a strong stimulus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it smells so good and it tastes so good. And there's like this routine around making it. Right, right. How do you make your coffee? When I have time to make it properly, I use a French press and buy buy things already pre-ground, coffee grounds pre-ground, and just make a French press for one usually. But now I drink the coffee at work, which is not good. It's Folgers, you know. I I don't enjoy it. I just drink it for energy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that can't be okay. You're not okay with that. No, I'm not. I mean, yeah. Especially talking about it to someone else. I'm like, yeah, that really sounds terrible. I mean, so you're laying in bed (laughs) and you're thinking and your alarm goes off and you're like, okay, that sucks. And then you remember why your alarm is going off. You're like, my alarm is going off so I can have a real cup of coffee because I'm worth it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would be a totally new way to think about my alarm going off. Because it's sort of a built-in trigger, right? Mm -hmm. But right now, you have a terrible association with it. I do. Mm -hmm. And that's a choice you're making. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are you going to do? So, yeah, I'm going to continue to turn the electronics off at a certain time at night and keep them out of my bed. (laughs) Um, Good. And, yeah, when my... When my alarm goes off. Like, what what time are you going to get up? Yeah. I mean, I think to start, I don't think I should go too early. Maybe enough to, maybe early enough to where I have 45 minutes between the time I wake up and the time I have to leave for work. Okay. And so I will only set that alarm because normally I set my alarm a little earlier with some time for snooze, mm-hmm. which is that, that doesn't sound like a good good way to wake up it sounds like a perpetuation of a habit that's not working for you right right so yeah I think setting one alarm and not hitting snooze but maybe because I use my phone as my alarm too so maybe write a little note when the alarm pops up that says something like coffee or get up for coffee or something like that there you go that's a great idea because that way you have to look at it right Right, and I'll be reminded. Just write French press. <laughs> French press, yes. And have that little steaming coffee cup like, <laughs> emoji. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds like it would also make me smile in the mornings too, which is good. <laughs> Fantastic. And also, um, I'm curious, when you're, when you're in bed and you're not getting up, what is the immediate barrier? Like, for example, for me... I have noticed after 36 years on this planet that if I need to like get the like sleep stuff out of my eyes because for me opening my eyes is really uncomfortable in the morning mm. because it's like all you know I need to like rub that like crusty stuff out mm-hmm. and um and so for me I know that like if it's hard for me to open my eyes then I'm not going to <laughs> um but for you know for some people it might be it's oh there was a time in my life when I was getting up really early to go to, to go to the gym because it was the only time I could work out and it was like cold and like five in the morning. And I, at that time, what was keeping me in bed was that it was cold and mm. that it was warm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious for you, what 
what keeps you there? What's the like, what's the barrier that's saying getting out of bed is painful? I think it is my comforter. Um, it's, it's very fluffy and comfortable. And just the thought of having to get out from under it and be cold and um, sort of just exposed. You know, you mm. kind of feel a little safe under your covers and like, you know, the world can't get you under there. And Cool. So is there any way you could make the transition less abrupt or more abrupt or something? <laughs> like you know, whether it's flinging the comforter off or like crawling into a robe or a sweatshirt mm. that you really love or something mm. like that? I've never thought of that before. Yeah, I think maybe if I had something, yeah, a, a robe or a sweatshirt that I feel very safe in and very comfortable in, that that might work. I hear hope. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything that you could use or is it something you're going to have to buy? No, I think I have a sweatshirt that I've, I've had for a few years that I think... Oh, those are the best ones. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly... Uh, yeah, worn in and yeah, I think that I should try that. So you could you could also you could even maybe like get it out and put it somewhere near when you go to bed at night, you know, like put it near your nightstand or at the foot of your bed or behind like on the back of your door. Mhm. Somewhere where you know, it's like where the next step looks easier. Mhm. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Cool. So yeah. So what I what we're trying what I'm trying to create, what I'm trying to help you create, is a plan that involves a strong motivation mm-hmm. and an obvious, simple next step that's easy enough, that's so easy to do that you can't not do it. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah I wake up sometimes thinking about all the things I have to do in my morning, and that can be overwhelming. But if I only had to put on my favorite sweatshirt. Yeah, that's and like and like wander into the kitchen in your slippers and like make an an amazing beautiful French press and maybe have some yogurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of want to do that right now. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds nice. It sounds nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. It sounds like you have a plan. Yeah, yeah. I think this has been really helpful, and I think another one of my issues was I didn't set aside this time to really make a plan. I was making a plan. When I got home from work and when I was about to get into bed, and that's not the time to make major decisions. You know, I was tired and didn't want to make any more decisions. So, great point. Yeah, this is yeah. good. It's problem solving after a long day of work and exercise and all those things that drain you. Yeah, mm-hmm. not 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 efficient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I certainly learned that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, you know, it's fu- it's funny. This can be a really tricky problem for people uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and we touched on most of them, I think. One of them is, you know, not necessarily being excited about starting your day mm-hmm. and not really putting together in your mind that the reason to get up early is not because you love your job, but it's because you want a good day because you care about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why you want to have breakfast. So because you just you gave me like 20 minutes of reasons why (laughs) your day would be a million times better if you had gotten up just 20 minutes earlier. Right. Right. 
And, and then the other part is a lot of people have trouble unplugging in the evening so that they actually get enough sleep so that they're actually rested enough to actually get up and to follow through with their plan. And it sounds like you have, you're totally capable of doing that. You've, you know, you've addressed the issues that were preventing you from going to bed and you've sort of figured that one out on your own. Mm -hmm. And now you have a plan Mm -hmm. for your, your you time first thing in the morning that is going to make your day awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited actually to try this out. Fantastic. Well, keep me posted. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, no, I think I'm walking away with a lot of good ideas. So thank you so much. Yeah, my, yeah, my pleasure. And um, yeah, I, I, would, I would really, really love to hear, even like next week, <laughs> I'd, love hear, I'd love to hear how this goes uh, for you because I'm excited for you uh-huh. as well. Oh, awesome. Because a, a strong morning routine is, you know, I listen to podcasts, all, you know, there's like a whole cults around how important your morning routine is for your mindset for the entire day. Right. And there's a that's not an accident. You know, it's your time to take ownership of your day, focus on what you want to accomplish, do something for yourself, and it's priceless. Mm-hmm. And once you believe that, once you've experienced that, you start to guard that time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even if you have a job in the future, let's say you like it more, mm-hmm. but you have to get up even earlier, mm-hmm. you're, you, you be, you're more confident that you'll still maintain your morning routine because it's, you just wouldn't – you'd rather go to bed an hour earlier than not have that time in the morning. Right. Yeah, I think I have the motivation to want to know what that's like because I really don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, it seems like, yeah, people who get up early and have this – whole routine do seem to really cherish it so yeah cool well I'm excited for you thank you me too thanks for listening to the foodist podcast I'm Daria Rose and if you're interested in upgrading your own health style learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower, that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.